Welcome to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. Your host is Michelle Beck. Our show is here to help breast cancer patients, survivors, thrivers, their friends and family by providing resources, support, and inspiration they can use right now. Here is your host, Michelle Beck. Welcome to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network, and thanks for joining us today. My name is Michelle Beck. I'm a two-time nine-year survivor of breast cancer. I'm the patient program assistant at Breast Friends, and when I have time, I write at a blog called I Never Liked Pink. I am so, so excited for our guest here today because she has changed my life for the better after my surgeries for breast cancer, and instead of her real name, I call her Magical Queen because that's what she is to me. So Rachel, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here with you. Yay. Tell me a little bit about your background. Yeah. So my background is in physical therapy. I got my doctorate in physical therapy in 2009. And then um, I proceeded to treat in the pediatric setting and worked in that setting for about nine years. And then um, I decided to take this John Barnes myofascial release course because I've been getting all of these flyers in the mail. And so I went, I thought, well, this would be lovely. I'll just add another tool to my toolbox and bring this to my my patients. And I took this course with him. It was a myofascial release one course. And um, it kind of opened up my eyes to things that I never thought I would know or experience. And so I switched over to um, using myofascial release kind of as my gold standard of treatment mm-hmm. and um, treating all of these children, I realized that their mothers needed a lot of care and love. So um, I took a course in women's health through mm-hmm. myofascial release. And then that kind of sparked me to want to do more adult based therapy. So I saw um, I changed over and started exclusively seeing adults and then specialized more in women. So little kids still pop in and I still get to see my little kids every once in a while, but it's mostly women and um, chronic pain. And then they're my, my wonderful women send their husbands in and their, their sons Mm -hmm. and so fathers. So it it has grown from there and that that's kind of where my journey took me. So you've really run the gamut because you started out in pediatrics for a while. And how long did you do that? Um, I did that for about nine years. So quite a while. Yeah, it was, I loved working with kids. That was always such a passion of mine. Um, but it, I feel like, you know, we're kind of called to walk down different paths at times. And I started mm-hmm. bonding so much more with the parents and seeing the struggles that they were going through. Um, and they weren't making time for themselves because they were so inundated with what was going on with their kids. Mm-hmm. So that led me to, to want to support them a little bit more on their journey. And that's how kind of things ended up. And then you, then you switched over to women's health issues. Can we talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, being a mom of three, I, um, I have been through pregnancies and births and seen my body go through so many different changes and, I didn't have a whole lot of external support on what to do with those changes and what right, to because do. it's not something the medical field gives us. They're like, here huh. you have your baby. Bye-bye. Right. We don't care for the mommy. We're here's how you breastfeed. Mm-hmm. Here's how you care for your your birth injuries or birth wounds and then we'll see you later. And so um 
I started talking with my patient's parents about what was going on with them. And they were the same issues that I was dealing with. Right. So I felt called to want to support them in a um, both emotional and physical realm so that they know that, that they can heal from this. That, nope, you don't just have to deal with bladder incontinence or with breast pain or with scar issues or with um, a loose tummy. Like all of these issues can be addressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, we dive deeper into other women's issues, endometriosis and cancer and um, just, you know, abuse and things that um, have been um, pillars in women's communities that are just never addressed. Yeah, that's fabulous. I, I can speak from firsthand experience because I've been your patient for some pelvic floor therapy, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later. And also the wonderful myofascial, which it really has been so eye-opening to me. And I bet a lot of our listeners out there really aren't familiar with it because it's such an up-and-coming part of the pra- part of a physical therapy practice. Can you kind of explain what what it what is myofascial release? Absolutely. Um, and myofascial release is not just a practice that is done by physical therapists. Okay. So um, massage therapists practice myofascial release, occupational therapists, nurses, doctors, chiropractors, acupuncturists. Basically, it's it's a, a beautiful way to bridge all of our medical professions into one. If you have a okay. license to touch, then you can practice myofascial release. I love that. That should be on a bumper sticker. I have a license to touch. License to touch. <laughs> just makes me think of license to heal. Right. <laughs> Showing my age and my, my old uh, rock background. <laughs> I know. License to heal probably might be a little more uh, inviting. Right? <laughs> yeah. License to touch is, um, sounds a little creepy, but I like it. <laughs> Well, what what myofascial release is, so fascia is this beautiful connective tissue that runs throughout our whole bodies. There's no, um, there's no disconnect from the top of your head all the way to the tips of your toes. It's this spider web-like network that carries our energy, our consciousness. It supports our tissues. We have fluid flow that runs through the fascia. Um, and when we go through a trauma our body binds to protect the area that has been traumatized. And the trauma doesn't always have to be physical. It can be emotional as well. We create Mm -hmm. holding patterns from emotional traumas that we've gone through. So the fascia will protect you in the space that has been traumatized. So say you um, injured your shoulder, you dislocated your shoulder and you went through the process of having surgery and doing um, all of the things that you needed to do to heal that, but we don't address the fascia. What happens is that fascia stays bound there in that space. And because there's no beginning and no end to fascia, it will um, spider web out to another area in your body, a pole-like system, and create another point of restriction. So that could go from your shoulder and say that point of restriction is in your hip and now it hikes your hip up and you you start walking a little bit differently. You're, you're yeah. compensating. And so your body just gets completely out of whack. Exactly. And so the pelvis could be off and then you start walking and running and exercising and doing what you do throughout the day. And all of a sudden your foot starts hurting. So you may come in to see me and say, Oh, I have this really bad foot pain. When actually the main cause of the problem started in your shoulder. 
So I go into the body both energetically and physically with my hands and start to open up the fascial system. So I would probably start at your foot, but we'll do a, you know, we would look at you posturally and how you're moving and how your strength is and then start to open the body. And the beautiful thing is, is I could be working on your foot and you could say, Rachel, I feel that in my hip. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Then we go and move to your hip. And then I could, you could say, oh, I, you know what? That, this is reminding me of an old injury I had in my shoulder. It's bringing up emotion from that. So we could go and then treat the shoulder. So myofascial release is this whole body practice. We treat the whole system physically and energetically to allow you to open up and really feel the traumas that you've gone through and what your body is needing. It's calling out for what it's needing. So I pay attention to that cue as well. Mm -hmm. And we do long sustained holds in these areas where you're having some restriction. So five, 10 minutes at a time, sometimes we'll stay in one spot. Um, and it it's healing. It doesn't always feel great. Sometimes it feels lovely, but sometimes it, it does hurt a little bit, which yeah. I've experienced. But afterwards, it's so amazing because like I, I have a lot of underarm pain and shoulder pain and you go in there sometimes and do holds and push fingers in different places. And I'm like, wow, that is really uncomfortable. But afterwards, like everything is open again. And it's, it's very amazing. You, t um, you talked about fascia and you explained what that is. What's, what's the myo part? So myo, it means muscle. Okay. So, so all based on back Italian words, I'm imagining, which most medical stuff is. Yes. So um, John Barnes, who's the creator of the mm -hmm. myofascial release approach that we utilize, um, he used the term myofascial. So muscle fascia is basically what it would break down to. But we're just, if you just take that piece out, just we're looking mm -hmm. at the fascial system. So Got muscle it. is made up of fascia. Bones okay. are made of fascia, ligaments. Everything's kind of the ground. The basic substance is made from fascia, fascial tissue. So, Now, speaking of John F. Barnes, I know you've done his training program. Yes. And I did a little bit of research myself because lay people can also go do his programs, correct? That's correct. He does have a seminar called Healing Seminar. Um, and it, it's for anybody to attend. So you can come with your spouse, you can come with a friend, you can go with a therapist that you see, um, and you go and he teaches you the basic principles of myofascial release on how to self-treat, do things mm -hmm. to yourself, but also how to treat other people. Um, more so it would be like family members or like, sure. like your son, if you were just like, mm -hmm. I would love to, to give him a few tools to work with with my son. So not to treat other people in a professional realm, but right. bring it into your life. How is this something that I can continue to live a full, healthy, whole rounded life, um, bring wellness to you and, you know, maybe your children or spouse or, mm -hmm. you know. And he's, he's been doing this for 50 years. Is that correct? Like, um, I don't remember the exact something number, like that, but um, John is in his eighties now. And yeah, so it's still going strong. He mm -hmm. is still teaching seminars. He's still treating patients. Um, he's still mentoring. So um, he is, he's quite an extraordinary human. <laughs> yeah, it's, it seems like it. And the, the gifts he's endowed to you and, and the passion you have for it is really amazing. So I'm sure that he, um, anybody would benefit from his program. I know you've, you've done some workshops for us at Breast Friends in person and uh, via Zoom in our life right now. And you've taught our breast cancer survivors and other 
survivors how to do some self-releases, which is really amazing because, yes, I, I love my appointments with you and go in, but there are times when I do, I sit here and I, I grab onto certain things which need release and it, it really helps and it's super amazing. But I also want to talk a little bit more about some things that I was stalking your website recently, even though I've known you for quite a while. But you talk about structural releases, unwinding, and rebounding. Now, I know you've, you've talked about the holds, which I think are the same thing as the releases. And rebounding is my favorite thing in the world. But can you talk a little bit about each of them? Because I'm, you know, just grasping at little straws here. Sure, sure. No, those are great questions. So the structural releases is yes, what I what I talked about in the beginning. So I would take my hands and go directly into the tissues that are hot, hard, or tender. So I'll start to feel where places are needing love and attention. So that can be through direct pressure um, with what we call a cross hand release. So I put one hand on each side and crisscross my hands and kind of pull the tissues away from each other. Um, I can push directly into the tissues with my hands, or I can grab and pull. And so we do. I've experienced all of those yes. things. <laughs> <laughs> so a, a direct is just right on the space that is feeling like it's needing that um, that extra pressure and love. Um, rebounding is is my favorite. It, it's wonderful, <laughs> and I do it with our my kids. We call it wiggles and jiggles. And um, what I'm doing is. I can do this. You can have somebody do it to you or you can do it to yourself. Um, You're creating a wave-like movement into the body. And so it's a full body fascial release because as the body starts to move, that fascia starts to break up with these little crystalline structures that get bound up in the fascia. And it starts to increase the fluidity of what needs to be flowing through the microtubules in the fascia. So I basically start to rock your body. So I'll push and no, push. we're sitting here rocking now for the listeners who can't see. <laughs> so I push into you and let you bounce back to me, and I push again and let you bounce back. And as you were, we're, we're doing this this dance, almost this joyful push and pull. Your body will start to increase in momentum. So you rock forward, it rocks back, and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And, you know, the arms start flailing and the legs start rocking and your head goes, and it just feels lovely to um, feel freedom, freedom of movement. It actually, once once you're done with that rebounding process as a patient, I feel like I've just had a massage because everything is just loose and let go. I remember the first time you started doing it to me. A friend had told me about it previously. They're like, have her do that thing at the end. And, (laughs) and then when you started on it, I was like, what the hell is she doing to my body? Because it's, it's hard to let go because as, as you know, as a, as a mom who's busy and has all these things going on, I don't let go. I know I don't ever give in to time for myself to just relax and it's very funny because like after a session with Rachel and and I have my rebounding I will get up off the table and like normally like we hold our core so tight and everything is so tight like oh everything is just released and it's like oh my stomach is bigger than I wanted it to be because but it's released now and I'm all relaxed um but yeah it's I cannot describe how how amazing it is um it's my favorite, as I've said like four times. Um, what about unwinding? What's that? So unwinding is the body's subconscious system starting to come forward. So we live in our conscious brain and our left brain. 
when our right brain kicks in and our subconscious is being able to be accessed, um, points of trauma that we have ensued can then be accessed. So when you go through a trauma, there's always a physical piece to it. Mm-hmm. And it's usually movement. So say it's a car accident, you go forward and then you go backward or you brace. So when you start to unwind, your body starts to mimic some of those movements of trauma that you went through mm-hmm. or an it can come up and you can have tears or laughing or yelling or screaming. So everything starts to shift and move in your body. Um, it can be big. Sometimes people move and they um, shake or they um, feel the need to express themselves with their hands or with their mouth. Um, and we, we guide you through that process to allow you to feel the trauma and, and let it go. And let it out of your body because it's sitting there all the time. Which is so important. And it's such, it it really is an intimate practice. And so you have to find a a therapist that you can trust because this person is touching your body, Mm -hmm. um, not in a creepy way, in a wonderful way. And, but also is really helping you deal with some motions, emotions that are coming out from past physical traumas or surgeries or things like that. So it's, it's just such an amazing practice. Um, we do need to take a short break. Remember, all of you listeners out there, you can make a donation on our website by texting BF Radio to 41444 to help Breast Friends continue on its mission to ensure that women do not go through cancer alone. Stay with us. We'll be back in a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to continue our mission that no woman goes through cancer alone and to keep the show going. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can text BF Radio to 41444. Or visit us at breastfriends.org to donate. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon. Or follow us on Instagram at Breast Friends PDX. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are tuned in to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. To reach the program today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Michelle Beck at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to our program, Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. I'm Michelle Beck, and we've been talking with Rachel Wachter from Portland Myofascial Release. Rachel, before the break, we were talking about something about just letting go and emotions that come up from it. A colleague of mine who is a cancer survivor had a port scar, 
And I know when she came in for a visit, just, it was really, she was just having some pain and emotional trauma in it. And I know you were able to work on her and it let out such a huge amount of emotion in that. Do you remember that? I do. Okay. Can we talk about that a little bit and how that all works? Absolutely. So the port scars, one of the biggest things is, um, that was the portal to all of the medication and the things that were coming into your body. And it left a really big scar that sometimes I've, I have found um, with a lot of breast cancer survivors that um, it, it'll feel better for a little while. And then the pain will sometimes pick back up. And it, it's a reminder of what you've gone through always and what has come into your body that was almost this toxic poison to some people that made them so sick. And then for others, it was like this life-giving medicine that was able to to Mm -hmm. save them and help them. And unfortunately it can be both. (laughs) Exactly. So it, it, it leaves all of this emotion into it. So when there's the scar there, if we push into the scar, um, it helps to release that scar, increase fluidity to that space and allow whatever emotion that is trapped in it to be Mm -hmm. released. So in that one instance, we talked deeply about what does this mean to you while we're releasing it, while we're touching it, while we're being in this space. And so she was able to um, kind of make peace with that this was a space that Mm -hmm. brought healing, but it's okay to know that I, I don't feel comfortable with what was put in me from this space. And this trauma can be long lasting. This for her, this was 10 years ago and it was still something that was so sensitive and she had never addressed. And with your treatments, you help her release that and identify with it, that it's, it's okay to feel this way, but also to release the pain that was there with the physicality of it. And I think that's amazing. Um, And I want to kind of go back to one thing you talked about earlier, how all of the body systems are connected. I remember you telling me about there's, um, you show a picture of something called the myofascial man when we're in person or via zoom. And it's this stick figure of a man, but he has like just webs of things going out from him. And that kind of really, it's so interesting to me because I know in the past you've talked about how if someone has um, lock jaw, that it can be caused by a pain in their hip. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's just crazy to me. <laughs> Well, so if you imagine that you're wearing like a big comfy sweater, like a knit sweater, and if I pull on one end of that sweater, it, you'll, you can visually see through the sweater that it causes a, um, like a line of tension and that mm-hmm. there is an ending of that line of tension. So wherever you end up pulling is where that line of tension goes. So your pelvis is the keystone of your body, your pelvic floor mm-hmm jaw are intimately related. Typically, if you have a tense pelvic floor, your jaw is probably tense. That That is just, it sounds so nutty, but it, when you really think about it in the way you're describing your myofascial system, it makes sense. But to the lay person, you're like, okay, well, my pelvis hurts and my jaw hurts, but that they're not connected at all. Right. So that would be a, a, an exercise or something, even just to do for a moment, you just take a couple breaths, feel what your jaw is doing, feel what your pelvic floor is doing. If I soften my jaw, will my pelvic floor then soften as well? But you are correct in that 
what happens is when we have like a, a malalignment in the pelvis. So if one side is, is shifted upward or if there's a rotation, because each side is independent of each other, they, mm-hmm. they can move and shift. It's not one piece. So if one side is shifted, then that changes the way our, our posture is. So if if one side is up and we're having to lean a little bit to correct that, that shifts the way our jaw sits in our mouth. If we're leaned a okay. little more forward, the jaw will drift forward. If I'm leaning to the left, the jaw will drift to the left just because of gravity. Right. And um, that changes how we talk. It changes how we chew. It changes the placement of our tongue. And so... If any of my patients that come in with jaw pain, TMJ, we will always mm-hmm. and look at your pelvis first because most likely <laughs> that's going on in your pelvis. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I love that. Um, you've mentioned before that the myofascial release helps your patients physically, energetically, and emotionally. Yeah. And I get that a little bit because at the end of treatments, I can feel you whisk away the bad energy, which you've pulled out of my body. And it sounds funny, but my spirit can feel what you're doing energetically. The first time I had it done, you weren't touching me, but I knew something was happening and I could, I could feel what was going on even without you touching me. And I had to open my eyes to see what you were doing because Mm -hmm. I was like this, this is a little crazy, but it was amazing. And once I opened my eyes and saw how you were pulling the, the bad energy away from me, it was amazing. It is. It's a fun process to see energy be released. So yeah, as, as a big release happens in the body, we'll go in and sweep it away. So it is, it's just almost like clearing it or pulling it up and out. Um, and it allows whatever you're letting go of to, we just give it to the universe, just be done with it. And then we can refill it with things that are, um, joyful and, helpful in our bodies. So yeah, it's just a nice little light swoosh and we get rid of that, that energy that you didn't need and, and it's gone. I love that. You're kind of, you're, you're kind of like an emotional therapist as well, which is, it's like a two for one deal when you come into your office. (laughs) True, It does happen. It does. I enjoy that piece of it though, because there is no trauma or um, injury without emotion. And I think the medical system misses that piece very heavily because a surgery, it's like, oh, it's an easy surgery. It's not an easy surgery. You are taking time off work away from your family. Mm-hmm. You are going to have um, medicine pumped into your body. You are going to be in a room where you are completely vulnerable to the people around you and putting your trust in them. Um, you're having somebody cut into your body. And then put you back together and then you have pain and you have um, more time off work. All of these things bring emotions into it. Mm-hmm. And, that. and so um, that gets locked in our bodies and that gets shut down. And you say, oh, well, you're fine. The, your scans look great. There's no evidence of X, Y, and Z. The tissues look fine. You're good. But inside your body, you're feeling, I'm, I just, I don't feel. I'm, I'm not good. Yeah. So we address that as well by, um, oh, as the fascial system opens, you can feel those emotions that will flood into you. And it, sometimes it's funny because you're like, wow, I haven't thought about that in a really long time. Or they'll come in a, t- a dream or you'll be driving in your car and you'll be like, wow, where did that thought come from? Or where did that emotion mm-hmm. come from? 
So it doesn't always happen instantly on the table. It can happen at, at other times. But that's your subconscious kind of, again, unwinding and letting your body know this is still in here and this is still causing me some some trauma and some strife and I need to let this out. So um, I can continue to guide you on how to let that out. And sometimes it's us needing to talk about it. And I'll just kind of put my hand on a space. Like if, you know, if your left breast is a space that has, has caused a lot of problems, that was your, where your cancer was. I may just put my hand on the, the back, your back on the left. And we can mm-hmm. talk. That's what you need. If you just need silence, then I could work on the breast itself. And I'll, as that emotion comes up, I can say, okay, let's feel what you're doing. One of my favorite things to say, especially when a, a painful emotions come up and there's tears is um, if your tears could talk, what would they say? Mm-hmm. And allowing you to feel what's behind the emotion as opposed to just, yep, just feel it, just cry. Let's think about what that is, what, where that's coming from in your body. Where do you feel that and how can we, we bring that up and out? Yes, I've experienced all of those things on your table. And I also want to remind our listeners that it is, it, this is a very confidential practice. And when I'm talking about experiences from other patients, it's other patients who have told me this. Um, one of my best friends is also a patient of Rachel's. And so she and I talk after our treatments about different things that have happened. So if you go visit a therapist like Rachel, um, it's she's not sharing these things with me. So just wanted to, wanted to clear that, wanted to make sure that was very clear. Um, and it kind of actually rolls into my next question too. How, obviously we've talked about the emotions that come, that can be released and the different things, but how do you feel this is really different than regular physical therapy? Um, well, I still bring what we would call a quote unquote regular physical therapy into the practice as well, but I bring it in terms of um, like, self-treatment. So how do we strengthen the body? How do we continue to stretch it and open it up? Um, I just look at myofascial release is looking at it from a more holistic standpoint um, in terms of treating the body, um, doing more extensive body work. Okay. So traditional physical therapy will do a lot more um, biomechanics and ergonomics and strengthening and mobilizations. Um, they bring in, you know, some uh, modalities like ultrasound and electrical stimulation. And, uh, and some of those things are heavily needed um, for specific injuries in patients. Typically, the demographic that I see um, is chronic pain, um, mm-hmm. with health issues, um, pre and postpartum, um, cancer, surgical. Um, and I don't see a whole lot of people who are, um, have just had a, a you know, a, a total knee replacement. I will see the person who had the total knee, knee replacement 10 years ago and they are still in pain. Sure. Well, that's how I ended up with you after my my mastectomy, I had a lot of problems with my shoulders and my arms and scar tissue in um, one of my breasts in particular, but it was years prior. Right. I had, I did physical therapy afterwards and that helped. And then I got to a point where like, okay, this really isn't helping anymore. And I was referred to you and it just, you changed the way my body is able to move, which right. is just amazing. And that's uh, what we go for is that, and, and most most of our patients have come in and said, you know, we did traditional physical therapy. It kind of got me this far. And then, you know, I didn't know where else to go. And 
a lot of times it's, it is that same component that we didn't address the emotion behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some fabulous physical therapists who address all of those things, um, you know, but this. It's probably not the norm is my guess. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's trending that way. It's moving okay. that way more that we're seeing that we need to address the emotional components of things. So, mm-hmm. but traditionally prior to, you know, this, no, it wasn't really addressed as heavily because um, it was like, okay, let's figure out what's going on and let's fix that that problem. Okay, there's a knee problem. Let's fix the knee problem mm-hmm. instead of saying, okay, let's look at the whole body system. Um, but I am seeing healthcare trending that way. That's good. It's where it needs to go. It is. and But when you see a myofascial release therapist, you will 100% get both components, the physical and the energetic emotional component. Sure. Um, if a patient was going to come in to visit you, how would their, can you describe what their first visit would be? Yeah, their first visit would, we you typically do a, an hour and a half session to make sure we're very comprehensive. Um, you come in, we would chit chat about what's going on with you, about a little bit about your history. Um, I usually give a, a, a little synopsis on what myofascial release is, um, what, what they would expect. And then um, we would do an evaluation and see like posturally how you're how you look, how you're moving, how your strength is, what's going, if there's anything neurologically going on with you, we do a full screen and a full workup. Um, and then we um, start with treatment right away. It's, and I typically do body work first, um, mm-hmm. giving you um, the opportunity to experience what your body is needing and how it needs to open up. And then from then on, we continually, if you're needing more therapy, we give you how to release at home, how to do home practices, how to increase strength. Um, but the first visit will always be um, us really just getting to know each other and then providing some hands-on treatment so that you can feel what what you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it it's always a, a good feel for it. If again, like you had said, if I'm the right fit for you. And exactly. I... I have three other practitioners in my practice and, um, you know, one of them may be a better fit. And so, and we share and, and, you know, I see their patients, they see my patients where we are very fluid with how we treat. So um, that's the beauty of the clinic that we created so that you can say, you know what, I want to see Rachel and do some breast work and really work on my, my women's health things. But you know what, I, I need a different energy for something else that I want to work with. So I may have you see one of my partners to, um, you know, see, maybe see things that I just am not seeing. So, mm-hmm. and I love, I love how passionate you are about this. And you mentioned your practice and you have three other partners. Um, I have to really quick say, we're going to go out for a break soon, but you are so passionate about myofascial release you were working in a physical therapy practice with your husband who's also a physical therapist and you you ventured out on your own because this is something that is so important to you and you did it a little bit pre-covid and then covid hit and life got crazy um but you are still going strong your schedule is so full and busy because i i really have to believe it's a lot of word of mouth because as you start a new business, it's incredibly hard to get patients. But man, looking at your schedule and of your partners, you guys are busy, yeah. and, which is a fabulous problem to have, especially mm-hmm. in this time when life has just gotten so chaotic. And um, you went out and started a new business because this was where your heart was and right. it is thriving. And I just I just think that is so amazing. Um, on that note, we're actually going to go out for a quick break. 
and we will come back here shortly. So stay with us. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to continue our mission that no woman goes through cancer alone and to keep the show going. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can text BF Radio to 41444 or visit us at breastfriends.org to donate. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon or follow us on Instagram at Breast Friends PDX. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are tuned in to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. To reach the program today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Michelle Beck at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to our show. I'm Michelle Beck, and we've been talking with Rachel Wachter from Portland Myofascial Release, who is amazing and my magical queen. Um, We are talking about uh, assessments of patients and when they first come in. So I've I've experienced this before where I kind of feel okay, but I have an appointment because I always want to see you. And I just, I'll have you stand there because, excuse me, you have me stand there. (laughs) And you can just look at my posture and see, you're like, oh, this hip is way out of alignment, or you're holding this funny, and you can tell where to treat me because of the way I'm standing. Yes. Um, the power of observation is a very unique skill that kind of resides with myofascial release therapists. It's something that we're trained in pretty heavily in a lot of our coursework. Um, we are, as physical therapists, trained to do that as well. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it was kind of a double whammy. I got it all through PT school. I did it all through my practice. And then when we started myofascial release, it was then reinforced again. Um, I can also just, um, look at your body and see where energy is not flowing, where holding patterns are happening. Um, and that is evident by how you are standing, sitting, carrying yourself, you know, a, a very typical posture of um, some of my women that come in who have just had a mastectomy or surgery on their breast, their body is very protective. They're, They're tight and hunched over. Yes, mm-hmm. hunched over, um, almost like you're, you're holding a baby, like I'm protecting my chest in this area mm-hmm. because it's wounded and it's traumatized. And a lot of times for women who um, have their implants put in or um, if they have the spacers in, they uh, feel very foreign in that space. 
So it's almost like they're not present there because this is, this is new. Like mm-hmm. there is something here that's foreign in my body and I'm, I have not connected with it yet. And so just w- looking at the way you're standing. Okay. Yes. No wonder your back is hurting and your shoulders are giving you pain and you're having headaches. Like, so that's just sometimes just saying, yes, we need to go there. So just mm-hmm. like down. instead of being poked and prodded and do this and do that. And sometimes people don't want that. I don't want you to, to, get in my space and start moving me around. I just want somebody to acknowledge that there is something wrong in this space. And you don't even have to tell me. I will just say, let's lay down and let's, let's start working. Mm-hmm. And usually as you start to open up and feel more comfortable, the, the words will come. And you've mentioned previously that you can feel heat or cold in problem areas. Is that correct? Yeah. So the energy um, that is let off or energy that is blocked, there may be a space in the body where I can run my hands over and say, oh, it feels warm. It feels warm. And then, ooh, maybe it feels a little colder in that space. That may be where a restriction is that we need to, to feel into. Um, and this, it's not, doesn't always happen. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, okay, well, we just, we got to, you know, search and find, but, but yeah, feeling heat or sometimes there's a vibration that comes off the body um, or there's a tension that you can feel there or, um, a hardness, or sometimes it's a, too much of a softness. So it's just, you know, being in tune with the system and seeing what it, it needs. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's, it's really fabulous. Um, and as, as you know, and our listeners are hopefully starting to get to know, I'm a bit of an oversharer and I always love to talk about myself, but <laughs> I I really want to talk about this amazing experience that I had last year. My mentor, um, Yvonne, was there for me to an appointment prior to mine. And I asked her to stay and sit in during my appointment because I just wanted to talk to her. And it's a very intimate situation. And I knew Rachel would be okay with that. And you, you helped guide her through some holds on my body and just having extra, that extra touch of someone who was so close to me. And it really, it led to this amazing emotional release. And I, I just cried my eyes out mm-hmm. and I, it was a, you know, a perfect storm of circumstances, but I, I know that you and your practice can actually request or patients can request to have multiple therapists work on a body at one time. So mm-hmm. what, what is the benefit of that? Yeah, that's a great question. We, um, you can, have one, two, or all, all four of us treat your body at the same time. So it brings in a bigger energy. Okay. It allows us to um, release and stretch the body in ways that we can't do with just one person. So, you know, having one person pull on both legs and another person pull on both arms or having somebody at your neck and your sacrum, allowing your whole spinal cord to open up. Um, having one, uh, one person on the left, one person on the right doing breast work on both ends of the body Mm -hmm. so that the whole system can be opened more powerfully and bigger. And then it brings in a different energy. So the more people you bring into the room, it's just like when you're having a party, when there's Mm -hmm. two, it's fun and you're chit chatting, but like when there's 15 people, you know, there's, so much more energy. It's, you have this noise, you have this joy, you can feel the vibrations of the people in the room. It's like a fullness. Mm-hmm. And so when you have more than one therapist, you get bigger energy and you get 
um, bigger releases and you get more profound um, moments of clarity in your body um, to to heal bigger and deeper than you um, can even with just one therapist. Well, that is definitely on my list to do. I'm going to set up a session with you and Corey sometime soon and just have both of you go to town. Absolutely. <laughs> um, now, my connection with you is mainly through having cancer and cancer patients, but I know you're also still very invested in women's health. And is pelvic floor therapy a part of myofascial or something that you still do as just part of your overall practice? Yes. A pelvic floor care and women's health is part of myofascial release. So we instill the same principles that we do externally on the body. So long sustained holds in areas of the body that um, are painful or tight or hot. Um, I bring that into the pelvic floor, into the pelvic realm. So we do a lot of um, visualization and meditation into the pelvic bowl so that you can learn how to really connect to that space um, because we don't see it. You can, you're not seeing it with your eyes, but you mm-hmm. um, you know it's there. And it, it's a very intimate part of our bodies. And it's where our feminine energy and medicine sit. And we need to be able to access that in order to create um, a wholeness in our whole system. So I will um, do internal work, um, either vaginally or rectally, based on what your body is needing. And same thing, we'll sit and we'll kind of feel around and, and find those spaces that are either energy is blocked or it's painful or you have scars from surgeries. And we'll sit in those spaces and we'll hold for five minutes or longer. Um, A lot of times, especially with women who've gone through cancer, there has been hysterectomies. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes the ovaries are still present, so we can do some work on the ovaries to light those up. If the ovaries and the uterus has been removed, there is still an energetic signature of those organs there. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we have to do a little bit of closure with that and say, you know, it's not there anymore. So let's feel into the energy of that space. Feel into what it's like to have um, lost that part, but know that it's, its energy is still there. It's still giving life inside of your body. So sometimes we just need to have like an energetic moment in the pelvis to find some healing um, where mm-hmm. our parts have been, have been taken from us or removed. And- I can definitely identify with that because I've had a bilateral mastectomy with reconstruction and a full hysterectomy. So mm-hmm. all quote unquote, all of my female parts are gone, the physical parts. And I've had to reconnect with what I still have in my body because it's important it is. to, to acknowledge what has gone on and to appreciate what I still have. And you have definitely helped me do that, which is just amazing. And um, I- I had a, a moment. Is it okay if I speak about Yvonne? Yes. Okay with that. So um, I was working with Yvonne and um, she said something once that was really profound, I think for both of us. And um, I had her, I was, we were working on her breasts and I had, she took her, her, I was like, can you take your top off? And so we can work on it. I'll drape you. And she was like, don't worry about draping me. It's not a big deal. These aren't mine anyway. And I looked at her and I said, well, Yvonne, those, your breasts are absolutely your breasts. They're not the ones you were born with. 
It's a different shape. It's a different size. It's a different feel. But let's work on feeling into you really connecting with your breasts now, Mm -hmm. the form that they're at. And I think it was a profound moment for both of us, for us to both realize that she didn't feel connected to that space. And for me to go, yes, that is something that a lot of women who have gone through traumas are not going to feel that space as their own. It's just a filler to make sure that they have a shape. 100%. Hundred percent, and I, I definitely identify with that. And you've you've helped me through that as well, which is pretty amazing. Um, we talked about your your practice earlier and your partners, and there's four of you there. Um, you also offer massage therapy in the office as well. Not you, but I know like two of your partners do. Yeah. So, well, the, I have two partners, Jamie Lipton and Spencer Leak, and both of them their backgrounds are massage therapy. Okay. But they practice myofascial release as my partner, Corey Black, Ruffino, and mm-hmm. I, um, we are all, we all do similar things. Their, their background is just massage therapy. So it's not, you don't come in and get a different treatment necessarily from them. Sure. Got it. That makes sense. Um, we'll talk about how we can contact you all a little bit later, but I want to know what is the best part of your practice? Oh my gosh. The best part of my practice is that the the four of us um, created this this myofascial release center, and it is um, a very family like relationship that the four of us have. It's mm-hmm. very um, like a brother sister type bond that we have created, and so I get to go to work with like my best friends, and we understand each other, and we support each other, and we have this ability to. Um, treat each other and love on each other when we need it. And it's an environment that I have never worked in before where it's, it's a 100% safe space, not just for our patients, but for us as therapists and for as humans, because, you know, we fall and we have families and we have stress and we have life and things that we don't always um, manage really Mm -hmm like we feel like we to quote unquote should. And so you're human. It's true. And, but I could walk in and feel, you know, you can, you know, these, my partners know me. And so I could walk in and just have, have having a day and they'll be like, you know what? Um, I'll treat you. Let's do a little treatment and I'll, I'll work on you right now and Mm -hmm. give you that support and love. So, um, so blessed to have created this environment that, (laughs) So unique. And I think people feel it when they come in. They feel the camaraderie. They feel the, the openness um, and know that, that this, this is a good space to heal. That's awesome. Now, not everyone can get into your practice. Not everyone is local here in Portland, unfortunately, where, where we are. And blessed to have you all. But I know on your website, there are resources that you have, videos and such, to kind of guide people on how to do some of this work at home. Absolutely. Um, our, we have created a YouTube channel that is um, accessible on our website. It's at portlandmfr.com. And it's the first thing that pops up. And it is it's all these self-care videos. We made them a lot during the pandemic when things were shut down so that people mm-hmm. to to access. But yeah, um, there are also myofascial release therapists all over the world. So there is a directory um, that is, you can look up therapists in your area to, to, to see where they're at. But the videos are wonderful to be able to just, yeah, you know, my, I'm having some headaches and jaw pain and, and there's a video for that. So what's the website or what's your website uh, data? Uh, PortlandMyFR.com? Portland 
MFR. Oh, yeah, that would be it. <laughs> dot com. It just comes up so automatically whenever I type it in my browser that I don't have to remember it anymore. Yes, yes. Um, and back to finding a therapist. When I was looking at John Barnes' website the other day, yes. there is a link there to search for a therapist in your area. Correct, correct. That one's just myofascialrelease.com. And then there's a little header that says directory. And you can just type in your area and their names, pictures, and information will come up. Yes, I know when uh, my sister was visiting a few months ago and she had frozen shoulder and like, we have to get you in to see Rachel. And she believe I came in twice on a very short visit and left just feeling like a whole, whole other human, which is amazing. Um, so we are unfortunately close to wrapping up here in a couple minutes, but I wanted to talk about how, how did you connect with Breast Friends? Because I was just referred to you by Yvonne. But yeah. is she the one who brought you into Breast Friends or was there another another way? Yes, she was. She was actually seeing an acupuncturist that we were both currently working with when I was working. That's right. Okay. And um, the acupuncturist um, introduced us and said, oh, I think Rachel would be a great fit. And, and we clicked instantly and she came over and started um, doing acupuncture and myofascial release, which was a beautiful marriage together. Mm-hmm. And, then, um, and then, yeah, we just kind of clicked from there and, and started chatting. And then she sent you and then a few more of your wonderful warrior women. And we all just have kind of um, carried on from there. <laughs> yeah, you've done you've done in-person workshops. Like I said, you and Corey have done virtual workshops for us, which was great because you went over various, various things that we could do at home. Um, It's just, it's super amazing and appreciated. And you've also sponsored some of our events. So we cannot thank you. Thank you enough for that. Um, How can patients reach out to you and your practice again? Yeah. So um, we do all of our scheduling through our, our webpage. Um, Again, portlandmfr.com. You can go to scheduling and you can Um, set up an appointment that works for you on a day and time. You can also give us a call. Um, Our phone number and information address, everything is on our website. Um, And then we are happy to help you schedule as well. Um, Schedules do book up. Um, They can get pretty booked pretty quickly up to two to three weeks in advance. So give us a shout because we're happy to try to get you in anytime we want. You're needed. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rachel, for being here today. It was a pleasure for me because obviously you can tell how much I love you and your practice. Uh, Again, you can find Rachel and her partners at portlandmfr.com. And I cannot recommend it enough. Go today and book your appointments. Um, If you or a loved one are in need of our services, please visit www.breastfriends.org. You can make a donation on our website by texting BF Radio to 41444 to help Breast Friends continue on its mission to ensure that women do not go through cancer alone. Our show is available on many platforms on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, Audible, or search Breast Friends wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you would like to be a guest here on the show with me, please email me at michellebeck at breastfriends.org. And we will be back next week. And until then, remember, we rise by lifting each other. Thank you for listening to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. Please join Michelle Beck again next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We rise by lifting each other.